We are just three days away from game day between Nebraska, Oklahoma, 11 a.m. You might have forgotten, but there's a game this weekend with all the news of Scott Frost's departure, Mickey Joseph, the interim head coach. But there's a game, Saturday, 11 a.m. We're joined now by Husker Online, Sean Callahan. Good morning, Sean. Mickey Joseph is the new interim head coach at Nebraska, took the podium yesterday to uh, discuss the upcoming game and his new role as interim head coach. I would ask you big picture, Sean, how, I mean, are you seeing a lot of odds that put him high in terms of the chances for him to be Nebraska's next coach? How good of a chance do you believe he has to get the permanent job when all is said and done? Well, I mean, a lot's got to go well. I mean, you got to win games. It's got to look good. It's got to look like it's the right direction for Nebraska football. I mean, I think it's pretty simple. I, yeah, he's <laughs> There's a lot of time to really evaluate this thing, but Trev's going to go after, um, you know, who he thinks is the best person. I mean, and if you think he's better than a Matt Campbell or Mark Stoops or someone like that, he he'll have a chance. But you know, he's he's got nine games to prove it, and a lot will depend on what it looks like on the, on the other side of these nine games. Sean, have you checked out Oklahoma at all? I mean, how daunting of a challenge is this for Nebraska in your mind? Well, Oklahoma was interesting because they really struggled in their in their opener, or not their opener. The game last week, Kent um, State. You know, they, they were food, they were food um, in the stadium last week. Uh, so they, for a team that you know is ranked number six, they haven't really put it together like a team that's ranked number six. And you know, you know when they played Kent State, it, they didn't they didn't put up big numbers in that game, thirty three to three. But you know when you when you dive into it, it, it wasn't a, a real strong performance. They played UTEP. So they've had two games to really build things up with what they want to do, um, but you know it was seven to three at halftime against Kent State before they b- broke it open in the third quarter um, and pulled away. But um, their, their offense, I think, is still trying to kind of get its sea legs. They lost fifteen starters. I mean, th- this is a completely different team from a year ago that Nebraska played. So that's what's interesting about this matchup. It's a team that is ranked six with new coaches. And literally all new starters. Man, Sean Callahan joins us from HuskerOnline.com. Sean, this is your area of expertise. What happens with recruiting in the coming months, next three months? What What's the picture going to look like? Have you pondered that? Surely you have. Well, what you'll see is the Mickey Joseph staff uh, will continue to go out and recruit. They'll continue to do things because they're getting paid to do that. That's their job. And, and they're going to fight like they're going to have a job here still. So I think you'll see the current commits, you know, for the most part, a lot of them stay on board. I'm sure you might have a guy or two waiver and visit elsewhere. Um, like you worry about like a Jaden Doss. He's having a really good year in Kansas City. He's going to have a lot of people trying to get him. But yeah. a lot of these local guys from the in-state, you know, they're they're going to – I think stay on board with Nebraska. It's just a matter of kind of how things play out. But um, you know, the recruiting cycle is weird because a lot of these kids take all their trips in June um, and then and they're done right now. And so things are really slow. You don't see near as many in-season official visits have happened anymore in college football because they all happen in June. Uh, but then what will happen is a coaching change. If it does happen here with a new coach, um, that will be very interesting, kind of what he'll do. If he'll keep all the commits, which I would assume he would if he can, uh, but what other players will they go out and try to add? From the portal or from the from – both, both. Both. Okay, go ahead. And then what players on this team will leave? I mean, yeah. 
it, it's going to be mad. I mean, it's going to, we're, it's going to be crazy. Like when you get to that week of Thanksgiving, when the portal officially opens up December 5th for entry with a new staff coming in, maybe and and the, you know, current players on this roster, maybe wanting to go their own way. Um, just the overall management of numbers, it's going to be wild. Sean, regarding this season, uh, Nebraska's defense has looked atrocious through three games, and uh, Eric Schneider still on staff, obviously, can help with the safety still, too, as per Mickey Joseph yesterday. What can this defense do to improve the rest of the year? What, what, how can Mickey help improve that? Well, I, I think just their, their daily habits is where they're starting. I can tell you yesterday they did a lot of live tackling it was a very fast physical practice yesterday is my understanding um it was shorter than normal um and and they got after it so i, I think that's where you start um just your day-to-day practice habits what did you think of mickey's appearance i mean what what was did anything in particular strike you about it? i mean think about it sean i mean it's it's all moved very fast for mickey and there he was there he was on tuesday in front of that podium with a lot of media there. Yeah, he had just like a, a sense of seriousness about his manner that he knew how big this is, obviously, and, and, and what, what he's walking into. I, you know, and he was very professional, very short. Yes. Did not want to just over, you know, talk in circles and just and just go up there and BS. I mean, he, he, he was very, you know, just diplomatic with how he went up there and, and did it, you know, and, I'm sure he gave a lot of thought, that opening statement, and and just saying this is not about me or any other of these other storylines. This is about Nebraska. We have nine games, and we've got a lot of young men on this team that I'm worried about more right now. I thought that was the right way to go about it. You think you think Urban Meyer will will make a comment on air about what what his situation is as it applies to Nebraska? <laughs> we're have to have somebody. Oh, somebody will hear it on Twitter and tell us during the game when we're sitting in the press box. But uh, I'm sure um, he'll talk about the job in detail. And, yeah, and it will. That will be interesting to watch that Fox show, just because there'll be a lot of. I mean, in college game, there's going to be a lot of people talking about Nebraska, and I'm sure that's why Trev. One of the reasons why they made the move. I mean, think about if Frost was still the coach, mm-hmm. how brutal the beating would be this week for this game. Yeah, the brutal, the beating on because how, what would you have envisioned, Sean? A lame duck coach, a school, and a team that gave up 642 yards the week before losing to Georgia Southern. You know, like we all know this guy's going to lose his job, but they're keeping him here for the money reasons yeah. until October first. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's yeah. kind of a it's probably good you know, call. Just, just that kind of stuff. Yeah, that's a good point, Sean. I'm glad you verbalized that because because what Trev did is change the storyline he changed the narrative he switched it he flipped it up he flipped the script and it is much more appealing now good yes, point that's a great is. point sean always good stuff thank you for the time we will chat with you again next week all right guys thanks good stuff How's glad, line? sean callahan i mean that's i know it seems kind of elementary but to hear it verbalized it really makes sense doesn't it as opposed to having a lame duck coach and that and have that conversation along with what happened against georgia southern and the unknown going forward, you have a different, much different feel. You have this Mickey Joseph um, from a football family with Vance. That that'll be some of the storyline. It won't be as much about, I guess, Frost. You know, that would yeah. be rough. You would you would add no, the Frost on the Sean's right. I mean, 
if if Scott was still here, we're talking about 642 yards. We, we forgot about that game. We always, you haven't forgot about it, but in terms of what that does going forward, that head coach is gone. It's and a new start now. And we're talking about just keeping him for the buyout, which is an unappealing conversation, right? Yeah. I mean, uh, we're going to keep, keep yeah. him 20 more days because it cuts his buyout in half. Uh, right? Are you I just trying to give the season away at that point? I mean, because if what if you lose the next two to Oklahoma, Indiana? <clears throat> You'd be one in four, and the season's pretty much over then? Yeah. Uh, you said it at the outset today. What what Trev did, what the move he made creates hope. It, it, not celebration, but hope. And that makes a lot of sense. Yes, it does. Thank you, Jake. When we come back, we will have Song of the Day and the Mailbag. I got some room for more questions. I have several, but if you want to submit, either text 464-5685 or email earlybreak937 at gmail.com. That next on Early Break in the Ticket. 